Hey there, photographers. Did you know there are four different levels that most photography businesses go through? Well, I want to share those levels with you and give you some tips to help you get to consistent $2,000 sales as quickly as possible. And even if you're just starting out, well, it's probably within reach for you too. So join me for this free live training where we are going to talk about those four different levels and what's required to move from one level to the other to help you making more money in your business right now. I hope you'll join me. Just click the link below to register for free. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bagley. And today, Heather London is back on the podcast with a brand new business. No, no, no. She's not hanging up her camera. She's not leaving us all behind. But she does have an exciting new side hustle that actually has a lot of parallels to our photography businesses. So you're going to want to listen. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Begley. And today, she's back. Mindset ninja extraordinaire, Heather Lawton, back on the podcast once again. Hey, Heather, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm actually physically with you in Charlotte. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast and also into your home. That's right. (laughs) We are sitting here together. Well, and actually, oh, man, I don't want I don't want to dig into it yet. I don't want to dig into it yet. Oh, but I do. So anyway, so we were sitting, you know, just hanging out. So what happens when we get together is we come with these like maybe like three things we want to accomplish during our time together. And then there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of, a lot of veering of different (laughs) um, circling rabbit holes and all round about. And then just some like fun friend conversation that is actually not business related, but we tend to make all things business related. So we do, we were sitting on the couch the first night here and well, actually, actually go back a little bit and we're in the office and I have beautiful light in my office and I see these little sparkles in Heather's hair and I'm like, oh, those are pretty. And then later that night we're chatting and she's like, we're talking about the sparkles. She's like, have you heard of fairy hair? And I was like, no, I live under a rock. No, I have not heard of fairy hair. So I learned all these details and she's like, started a business. <laughs> I started- I'm like, you have a business. You have a business. But anyway, we started chatting about all this and we're like, we, we need to make a podcast episode about this. Yeah, you said this is going to make a great episode. And I agreed. I think this is a great case study because here's why. We serve a lot of photographers in different um, jur- different parts mm-hmm. of their journey, right? So one could argue, I mean, you've been in business a long time. I've been in business a long time. One could argue, rightfully so, that, you know, we're out of touch with what it's like to start a business right, right now. It's been a long time. I started my business in 2010. Right. Right. Oh, you know, okay. I have a lot of different directions I went ahead with this because I want to ask you how that began. But I decided that what I was going to do was start a business knowing nothing with no skills and with the goal of creating a case study. So that was the goal. So we'll get to that. But before we do, I wanted to ask you, do you remember why you first picked up a camera? And I mean, in the, in the, 
adult sense, not like, oh, I was a kid and my grandfather right. had a camera, but like you picked up a decent DSLR. Do you remember which camera? It was a Minolta. Okay. Like whatever they're very consumer. I don't even know the model. Yeah. I, never, I don't honestly, I don't even know if I knew there were different models. Oh, right. I knew a, like right. there was Minolta or Canon or Nikon, but I didn't realize that like each each one had all these different levels of camera. So I just got the lower end of the thing. And I got it. Oh, no. No. My first camera, that was film. I can't remember. It was like after college. And I don't remember why I got it other than I enjoyed taking photos of the animals that I worked with. Okay. In the zoo world. So, you know, and I just like take that. I've never been one to like. I'm lugging my camera around on my day out. I'm going to go do this and that. Like, I just, I don't even carry a purse, Heather. Right. Like, right. Like, I don't like to carry stuff with yes. me. So, like, I have my phone that fits in my pocket. God, especially now with, like, Apple Pay. Like, I just need my phone and my right. keys. So, anyway, so I had this film camera. I photographed the animals that I worked with. I loved it. And then I remember I was going to Africa for work in 2006. And I said... I need to upgrade to digital. Okay. So then That's enter it. Canon Rebel. Wow. The Canon Rebels. 2006 version. Yeah. The bane of my existence. Yeah. I've been <laughs> teaching a lot of people on that camera for years. Mine was a Canon 10D, but so that's funny. We both started with Canon, but you, why did you buy the kit? You wanted to take photos. Obviously you bought a camera yeah. to take photos, but, but what were you feeling? What were you thinking was going to happen? I mean, it was just fun. It was just fun. Yeah. It was just fun. Uh I would argue that most people buy a camera to take photos of something that they love. Uh Uh-huh. In our case, it's pets. Yeah. For fun. I bought my Canon. So I had a new baby. She was less than a year old. I wanted to take good photos of her for fun. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. This is important. Yeah. At what point do you remember? Can you remember when it? started to cause you distress when because i don't think anybody got into photography for more stress in their life right no probably not i don't (laughs) think we get into anything right that's not the point this is gonna be awesome it's gonna bring so much more stress into my life i can't wait so when did it become stressful um well i do remember when i started to become a little bit more serious about it and it wasn't even necessarily a business goal at that point but it was like when i started to realize oh Look at all these incredible photographers. Oh, look at my work. Oh, I have a long way to go. So then there was this frustration during the learning process of where you realize the gap of where you are and where you want to be. And that caused you stress. Yes. Because you were worried about where you stood in the in the lineup. So much that it was more of a frustration that it wasn't happening fast. Oh, got it. So you were not. Patient. I was not comparing. Yeah. Okay. At that point. Okay. Comparing myself and like feeling bad at myself because of my lack. You just weren't there. Other than like, why can't this go faster? Right. Right. Like, what is taking so long? That can't be that hard. <laughs> Surely I can figure it yeah. out. I have brain cells. Yeah, right. Right. So I I like to think that for a lot of people, it started to become stressful or causing them distress when someone else mm. got involved. Well, I was going to say that was there were two levels of stress. Yes. So that was like the first one that I remember is the the it's not getting fast enough for me being where I want to be. And then it was when I started to like, oh, Maybe this becomes a part-time business and now there's clients and now there's people that I'm taking photos for, which, um, I've seen those photos. (laughs) They're not good. It's not good. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and to this day, I still feel a little guilty. I'm like, oh my God, they paid I me know, for that. I know. But anyway, so yeah, so that was like a, just a, a different kind of stress. Yes. So those are the two main stressors that I remember that yes. early in that journey. So, you know, we work with a lot of photographers who are feeling very stuck and very stressed out about the business and the marketing and the money and the pricing and all of those things. And I want them to just pause for a second. Just pause, take a deep breath and remember why you got into photography. It was for fun, right? Could you just get connected with that feeling again? Mm -hmm. This is fun. It should remain fun. It does not have to be stressful. I understand there's a different level of responsibility when someone's paying you, of course. But it's only stressful if you worry about judgment or what others will think. So could you just, I understand that's a normal human reaction, but could you just pause and think, I got into this for fun. Could it be fun again? Right. Could I make it fun again? How could I make it fun Mm -hmm. again? How can I refocus my attention to that? What would this business look like if it was fun? What would this business look like if it were light and easy? Mm -hmm. These are better questions than how do I manage the stress? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Because it's just going to produce more stress. Uh So, okay. All of that being said and looking at the big picture, I thought to myself, I, I love trying new things. Well, I don't think it started like you didn't go into this of like, oh, I'm just going to do this just to make a case study. It started off as like, oh, what is this fun thing? Actually, it started off with an idea from your daughter. It did. So that is very true. The case study idea came shortly thereafter, but it started with the idea that something looked fun to me, Mm -hmm. which is photography. Okay. So my daughter just finished her freshman year in college and she met a ton of new friends. And one of those new friends had sparkly hair. Uh And I said, you know, what's in her hair? Like, it looks so pretty. And Ella said, mom, that's called fairy hair. So if you've been around a while, um, many years ago, this was called hair tinsel. So it looks like tinsel you would put on a tree, except it's all different colors and they tie it in their hair. And it's really fun. Okay, so Ella's friend is the only one on our college campus with this fairy hair. And it's a really big deal because everybody loves it. So this goes on for the entire school year. Well, I was going to say, this isn't widely available. No, because this friend was not from the area. She's Uh from Washington, D.C. They actually looked in our area. They searched for a fairy hair implementer. Uh I mean, I don't even know what you searched for. And installer, and they couldn't find anyone. So okay. So so nope. that led you to well, uh, my entrepreneurially. Not yet. Okay. All right. Not yet. Entrepreneur brain didn't kick in yet. No. No. Okay. So this right. goes on for just. Addie has her fairy hair. That's Ella's friend. And this summer, this past summer, Ella goes to visit her friend in Washington D.C. Okay. with their other college friends, and they make a fairy hair appointment. Oh. So the fairy ladies, who, I mean, full regalia, apparently they're like wearing fairy wings and they're oh. like really into they're it. In, they're, they're next all, level. They're, they're in. Yes. They come to Addie's house and I think there were three or four girls, young ladies, and they have this fairy hair party. So Ella comes home with fairy hair. And I said, that looks really pretty. That's so fun. And she said, yeah, we loved it. We had so much fun. Her and I were actually sitting in church on Sunday, the Sunday after she came home. And she says, I just don't know what I'm going to do when it grows out or like it's on one strand of hair. So that hair will fall out Mm -hmm. or it will grow out. She said, I don't know what I'm going to do when I want more because there's no one around here that does it. That's when the light switch flipped in my brain. Like, I already have a business, but I can make more. Like, I, oh, I see opportunity in my marketplace. Bing, bing, bing. I need to. I need a piece of it. I said, 
I like this is literally like right before the sermon in church. I said, "What do you What do you mean? There's no one around here that doesn't." She said, "No. Remember, we looked and we couldn't find anyone." And I was like, "Okay." So we're sitting in church, um, supposedly reading the book of Amos. But I, if you've ever read Amos, okay, it's not exciting. So I was like, in my, it, it, I couldn't stop it. Okay, it was right. out of control. Yeah. This is what I thought. I thought I'm going to order some fairy hair. I'm going to practice to see if I can do it. It looks like fun to me. I'll put it in Ella's hair and her friends. Uh-huh. And then her and I should start a business together because she's going back to school. She could do it on campus. Nobody in the area does it. And I'll do it for some friends or some people around. Right. Like no big deal. This is all happening very, very, very rapidly in my brain because that's that's how, that's it, goes. how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. So after church, I said to her. Well, where where does one get this fairy hair? And she said, well, you cannot get it on Amazon because that's hair tinsel. It's cheap. You can't curl it or flat iron it. It will melt. You have to get the, quote, real fairy hair. I said, what is real fairy hair? Okay, that is Thai silk. T-H-A-I, Thai silk. Like from Thailand. Like from Thailand. And you have to order it from a distributor, but you can curl it, flat iron it. It just, it's uh, higher quality. So I look it up. And hair tinsel on Amazon is, you can look it up, fairy hair, it's $10 for like every color under the rainbow, thousands and thousands of tinsel Cause it's strands. Because plastic. Because it's plastic. Uh-huh. And then I look at the quote, real fairy hair, and it's $180 for less. And I was like, whoa, they are not messing around. So this is where my brain goes. Uh, by the way, if I want you to be making the parallel here to photography. You need this, Yeah, this episode is not just about Yeah, it's fairy not hair. at all about fairy hair. <laughs> you need a camera, you need a lens. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to turn this into a business. I'm going to make back my investment. I'm going to do it super quickly. That's when the idea came to me about creating a case study around it. So, this is what I decided to do. I ordered the cheap fairy hair and I actually had a gift card so it cost me $5. So, I'm in this business right now for $5. You should be able to make that back. I'm thinking. (laughs) Cheap fairy hair arrives. I actually have a mannequin head that I practice hairstyles on. That's another story. So I practice, and I can't get this stupid knot right to tie this fair. I'm really frustrated. Because at this point, I have zero skills. Right. And I have no confidence because I can't even... I'm thinking... Does that sound familiar to your photography journey? (laughs) Zero skills... No confidence. I think that's where I hit my first frustration point. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. Right. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get a blurry background. I don't know how to use off-camera flash. I don't know how to get a running shot of a dog jumping. No skills. But you have to make a decision. I made a decision. I The doll head that I use, the mannequin head, I named her Priscilla because she's Percy. And I, I said, either I sit here and figure this out or I don't, but I'm $5 in and it's fun. And it would be fun to be able to put it in my daughter's hair. So I practiced. And then I said to my friend Susie and my mom, can I practice in your hair with this cheap stuff? They said yes. They loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger on the expensive. Mm -hmm. So I ordered the expensive. Meanwhile, while the expensive is shipping, not from Thailand, I ordered from a distributor in the States, I decided to go into Canva and create graphics in an Instagram account. Mm -hmm. I have no photos. I have very, very little skills. I'm not I'm not good Wait, with my placement. Did you hire a branding consultant no, for your brand? No, I sure didn't. <laughs> Can you imagine? I went into Canva and uh, and I'm happy to share all of these resources with your audience because I just like could, could it just be fun? How could this be light right. and easy? This does not need to be stressful. It's fairy hair. For sure. And by the way, I'm not saying that branding consultants aren't worth it. Correct. But when you're starting your business, you don't know who you are in your business That's yet. That's right. So grabbing a like... Stock? Yeah. St- 
stock logo from Creative Market and updating it with just your name or whatever the name of your business is, and it's just text. I mean, quite frankly, look at how many incredible businesses just have text as their logo. That's true. You don't need all these like, you know, like graphics, like all these high end brands. It's just words, just words. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. get into Canva and I create this graphic and I, I create an Instagram account and uh, my daughter and I decide we're going into business together. We name it. We sit around one night at dinner. And we're like, what should we name this? E&H Fairy Hair, which is Ella and Heather, or it could also be every head deserves to sparkle. E-H, get it? So, okay, I'm not putting, you guys, I'm putting like zero thought into this. It's just fun. Right. Okay. Relax. Could you just calm down? So I create this Instagram. You can go follow it, by the way. It's E and H fairy hair. And it's all, those are all letters, you know, spell it out. And I create some graphics. I take some photos of my mom's hair. My mom has it in her hair and my daughter has it in her hair. And we sit in the front pew of our church service. And I look around the next Sunday and I'm like, man, there's a lot of hair in this room. There's a lot of people. Business opportunity. Everywhere. Like, look at all the dogs walking down the street. That's it. Uh Whenever you and I are out in your area and we're, you know, having dinner, we're always commenting on that. Like, all of these dogs are walking with client, client, you know, and you could, like, you would have no problem talking to someone. Your dog is so cute. Could I take their photo? I mean, or whatever. Right. Right. Like, who, what it... Why do we have these created, invisible, made-up barriers? You could go up to a dog on the street with their owner and say, your dog is beautiful or super cute or I love his ears. Um, Here's my card. Call me. I take photos. Make it up. I don't know. So then the following Sunday in church, I was everybody was coming up to us. What's in your mom's hair? My mom has gray hair, beautiful gray hair, and I put blue and silver. So it was really pretty. People were coming up and asking, and I'm like, E&H Fairy Hair on Instagram. They start following me on Instagram. My new fairy hair arrives that week. Within four days of the new fairy hair arriving, I had a paying client. And within a couple of days of that, I had two paying clients who ended up paying for my investment. And I'm now in a profitable margin with the fairy hair business, basically within a week. Okay. But from the, from the idea concept to I'm making money and making this happen, it was definitely less than two weeks. Right. With zero skills and zero confidence, but just really banking on fun. Like I was leveraging that emotion. This looks like fun. Why not try it? Who cares? What have I got to lose? Right. What What, what are people going to say or think about me? What's Heather doing? What's she up to? I don't care because I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried what other people are, th- you, you have a camera, you have fun. Like, so what? So now Ella says to me the other day, she's like, you're taking all the clients. They all want you to put it. <laughs> and I said, because I'm over here marketing it. So all these people from church started following me on Instagram and I put in my Instagram stories. Hey, you guys, I always have my fairy kit in the car with me at church. If you want to meet after the service, grab me I in the mean, sanctuary. That's a special kind of drug deal going on Literally. in the parking lot of church. D- does Heather have no morals? She's pushing her business in church. You better believe I am. <laughs> Why do you have to make a meaning or sign anything about it? Like, it's no big deal. So actually, after church last Sunday, I'm with a, quote, client. I Sorry, I keep doing that. Out in the pavilion at church, and I, I put fairy hair in her hair. And then she tells her friends, well, in the meantime, you know what else I wanted to experiment with? Have you seen in Canva that you can order prints of your designs? 
like oh. flyers. I don't know who they're using because yeah. I didn't dig deep enough, but I created fairy hair business cards with my Instagram graphics and I ordered test business cards, $45, three boxes, 50 each. So super affordable. And I love them. So I yeah. have literal fairy hair business cards that I'm now passing out and I'm getting messages and inquiries. I did another photographer friend. I have a lot of photographer friends and I did her daughters and then she's like, I want, and then I got it. In. So, listen, something shifted the day I put it in my hair. Okay. Uh-huh. Ella put it in my hair. Yeah. I should say the day I got it in my hair because a couple of people asked me, well, why don't you have it as if it was like, not for me. Right. And that mattered to them. Yeah. Well, and I think that potentially matters to clients, but it also makes shifts our energy around it too. Yes. Like if you're a photographer that has never hired a photographer. Correct. Like we need to walk the walk. I mean, we need photos too. Let's hire someone to help us. Yeah. Our good friend Leanne in Pittsburgh actually hires a different photographer every year for her family photos and her children as they grow up, her newborn and such different every single time. And she has a ton of friends. Uh-huh. She could hire whoever she wanted. Right. She does that specifically to go through their process. Oh. And she likes to meet people. Yeah, you know, yeah, she's very right. friendly. Okay. So the business is now up and running. I have clients telling clients. I have these like little parties I'm setting up for these little girls. Yeah. I get it in my hair. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, wait, Heather's doing it for whatever reason. Well, and I think part of that, too, was like, oh, it's just a kid thing. And, oh, like, grandma did it with her granddaughter. Right. Cute. Just to have fun. Yeah. So now my mom is 76. I am almost 48. Ella is almost 20. And I've done a four-year-old as well. <laughs> and so I've taken the photos of all of these different ages. And I've posted it. Lest you think sparkle in your hair isn't for you. Right, right. You know, as long as you like things that are shiny, why would you not do this? So I'm being funny on my Instagram. And I think the reason I'm able to keep it so light and easy is because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not paying your mortgage with your fairy hair business. Correct. And But, you know... For you, for me, starting our photography business didn't pay our mortgage right, either, right, right, right? Until we grew it to that. Yeah. And so, then that shifts a whole new level that's of stress. It. Mm-hmm. it adds stress when someone else gets involved or when you need to pay your bills with mm-hmm. it. But in the beginning, don't let it stress you. I mean, just well, have here's, fun. Here's the kicker. Even when you get to the point where that business is responsible for paying your mortgage and putting food on your table, if you forget the fun... You're going to have trouble paying the mortgage and putting the food on the table. Such a great point. Such a great Mm -hmm. point. You will actually hurt yourself by doing that. So remember to to remind yourself, this is fun. Mm -hmm. I did this for fun. I'm putting fairy hair in for fun. Right. (laughs) It is sparkly hair, Nicole. It is so bizarre. I know. And we're photographing dogs. (laughs) We're not photographing accountants. Right. Guys. Or even, (laughs) you know, when I do like the coaching calls inside of Elevate, I'm like, you guys, you're all stressed out. What's the worst that could happen? Let's say your camera fails. You forget a memory card that happened to someone recently. You would reschedule. Right. Okay. I can't do that for a wedding. I'm a wedding photographer. So when pet photographers are crying to me about the stress, I'm like, come on. If it rains, you reschedule. If my camera breaks at a wedding, I am screwed. I mean, I have backups, of course. But so how can you keep this just light and fun and easy? Are you putting expectations on yourself that don't even make sense? Right. They're not even lined up. So fairy hair business up and running. Um, is it going to make me rich or millions of dollars? Um, I charge. 
You could franchise it. <laughs> well, yeah, there could be more coming because I could teach people. I oh my gosh, that's a good point. So. We work with a lot of photographers who are like, sometimes people ask me to teach them. And I'm like, I don't have any business teaching because I don't have any skills. The day after I learned to tie the knot, I posted in my new Instagram that I was going to be holding classes on how to do fairy hair. I learned it five minutes ago. (laughs) But you learned it. I learned it and I knew I would... I knew I would improve. I knew with practice I would get better because I have faith that I can learn things. Oh, actually, this brings up a good point, too. How long did it take you to do your first knot versus now and... Or the goal. Right. Okay. Yep. Because this is very similar Mm. to... You guys remember how long it took you to edit your first photo? Not well. (laughs) Or or heaven forbid, your first session. Yep, right. Took you weeks or months, in my case, my first wedding. So um, at this point, I'm still really slow. Yeah. With fairy hair. My goal is to... So I charge $50 on average. There's different levels. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I made it up. I made it up. So $50 for like 20 strands of fairy hair. I want, it to, I want to get it to 15 minutes. Yeah. It's currently taking me 30. Uh-huh. But the first head I did took me an hour. Yeah. So I know... Okay. I don't have the skills or the confidence yet. But I have the faith and trust in myself that I will always be improving. Yeah. So it's not that you have to wait till you have the confidence to start. It's like you just do it. And that repetition builds your confidence. And you and then you feel better about it. Yep. And then my placement was off um, in terms of where I had it on the head. So I'm learning how to do that better. Right. Um, I learned a very important lesson that day after church is don't try to tie fairy hair outside. Oh. Because any amount of wind, no matter how. Oh. I'm, you're tying one piece of fairy hair to, to one strand. Hair. Yeah. And if the wind is blowing at all, the hair is getting in the way. If you're, I learned, if you're doing a child's hair that's very fine, you probably want to put it on two or three strands of hair. Oh, that's instead like my of hair. One. My hair is so fine. Yeah. So Ella did mine on a couple strands. Yeah. Because I have fine hair as well. Um, and, you know, you learn, okay, some of them will slide out. Some of them will fall out. So you always put in a few extra for your client. Oh, I mean, that's just client experience. <laughs> you're like, you pay for 20. I gave you 25. And that's exactly what I tell them. Mm-hmm. And I say some of them are going to fall out faster than others. And you're setting expectations so that, you know, they when one falls out, they're not like, oh, I just paid for this. And now I'm 19. Yes. And I've also warned them. Sometimes they slide down on the hair making, because you have to trim yeah, them. Yeah, right. Making it longer than your hair. I said, you just trim it. Oh, okay. And then they tell me when they see me. that actually happened but I, I remember you told me to just trim it so I trimmed it and then I tell them don't worry if a few fall out I'll, I'll fill it for a small fee <laughs> making it up Nicole I have no I don't I don't know I okay it's so I know it's the wackiest thing and people probably are like what is she up to it's just fun yeah and I was able to learn start break even, become profitable within a couple of... I understand photography gear is more expensive, so don't anybody roll their eyes at me. However, (laughs) could you... So it would take a little bit longer to make back your investment. Okay. But if you're just having fun, I truly believe that the clients and the money will come. Mm -hmm. The minute you start focusing on the lack and the stress and the marketing, like you said earlier... You actually, you block them. Yeah. I mean, I want to be clear, though. When you say focus on the marketing, that's not saying that we don't market. Right. Because 
you were marketing your fairy hair. <laughs> you were telling people. You were handing out the cards. Like, you were screaming from the rafters, like, hey, fairy hair over here. Everyone. Like, you didn't just put up the Instagram and say, they'll find me now. Oh, my gosh. I was not sitting there waiting to be discovered. Yeah. Because nobody's going to discover me. They don't even know fairy hair exists. They don't even know it's a thing. Yeah. Until they see the sparkles in her hair. So, oh, also, thank you for reminding me. Um, this was this summer. I went to a 4th of July party. And I took my kit with me. I have this like, cute little pink bag. It has like course, sparkles pink. hanging out everywhere. And I asked a friend who was there, a young friend. She's 14. She's beautiful, long blonde hair. I said, hey, can I practice on your hair? Yeah. There's a million people at this party. Do you think that was on accident? So I'm putting gold in this beautiful blonde hair. Just like, we're just talking, you know, it's a picnic. We've got our food. The kids are in the pool. It's great. And I started seeing people like walk around and like, especially little girls uh-huh. were like, what's going on? So this little girl's whispering to her mom and I, I caught it and I said, boy, I wish there was a young lady around here who might let me practice on her hair. And this little girl raised her hand. So I ended up doing three people that day yeah. for free. It was, it was the cheap stuff, by the way. Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, hey, I'm practicing. Don't try to curl this. Yeah. These were small children and they loved it. And then they had it in their hair and they obviously they become advertisers and marketers uh-huh. for me. Right. And I give them cards and then people are like, wait, what's in your hair? My mom said to me the other day, she is shocked by how many people feel the need to touch her hair. <laughs> she said strangers are coming up to her like, what is that? And they're touching her hair. And so my mom is carrying my business cards around. I promise you, uh, number one, I will not hurt for business. Number two, if I wanted to grow it, it's just a fun game right. right now, you know. So a couple evenings a week, if somebody wants to stop over my house and pay me fifty or hundred dollars yeah. to put spark by the way, cash only, <laughs> then yeah, I will I will do that. Or I have like Ellen and I are gonna have a little open house at our homestead and we're gonna call it like um sparkle and shine night at the homesteads. Uh, like hang out with your friends, get sparkly hair. Come. And you just like pick a time slot. I I did it in my calendly. I, I added a, a private event to my Calendly <laughs> for Sparkle and Shine Night. Like, because I have all of these things set yeah, up, right. you know. Nicole, I'm just, you know, I'm just being creative and it's firing different cylinders in my brain. And if nothing comes of it, which I don't anticipate, like, I don't, I don't care. Right. Then it was just fun. And I think that I actually um, did an, on our Elevate retreat, maybe the last one, talked about finding ways to get creative in your life to inspire your business. Mm. Because if you do something different, it will take your mind off the stress mm-hmm. of what's in your business. So you go um, learn a new hobby or do something fun, you know, or you're like super into horses. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you go out to the barn. That's like where you decompress and you probably come mm-hmm. up with great ideas. I do. You come home and you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to I got to write that down. So I think it's really fun to break your concentration mm-hmm. and get out of this like stress and worry and just have fun. That is my message. Just have fun. It's not, it doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't have to be the hard. It can be, how can it be light, fun, right. and easy? Ask mm-hmm. yourself, how can yeah. this be fun? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> there are so many parallels here. Yes. From the like, do it messy. Um, from the fact that you weren't afraid to tell people about this new business and like just straight up market yourself for it and to make it fun and God, I mean, it's really just their, oh, the time, mm-hmm. the practicing gets better, more confidence, faster, therefore then more profitable as you get better. Um, Trusting that you can learn something. Yeah. 
so many things. But I think that fun is definitely one of the main takeaways. Like if you guys are feeling at all, just start to feel kind of blah about your business or your work. Just do a personal project for fun. Mm -hmm. No expectations. Just something that you want to go shoot or you want to do just for fun. Um, And then if you get stressed about like, oh, God, I don't want to market my business. I don't know how. Ah." Like, how can it be fun? Like, what do I like to do? How what connections do I have? What connections do I want to, um, you know, build on and just start to to market your business that way and just relax and maybe ask yourself the question I started with, which when I asked you, do you remember when it became stressful? Mm-hmm. What was it that caused you to feel anxious or not great? Like it wasn't fun. And maybe just identify that so that you that that data is really important. Oh, it was because other people were involved and I worry about being judged. OK, check. Roger that. Could I continue to move forward and do it anyway? I, also, I didn't have any examples of a good fairy hair business. Yeah, right. I didn't reach out to these people. I don't know their names. I don't know their business. I don't you know. You weren't like stalking. Nothing. Websites trying to find what they wrote and how much Or the charging. pricing. Yeah. I made it up. <laughs> I know this fairy hair is expensive. I want to make money. I want cash in my back pocket. And, uh, and by the way, people were tipping me. And I'm oh. like, this is, I had two young ladies I did the other day. It was $40 each for them. I think they got 15 strands and the mom gave me a hundred dollar bill. And I was like, I said, would you like change? And she said, no. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and it's just, it's just fun. And I'm making some like fun spending money on the yeah. side, but it's making me feel creative. It's making me feel abundant mm-hmm. and, oh, I can learn anything. I can do things. All right, sorry for the rude interruption. My phone was um, buzzing with potential spam, potential spam. So um, if where we're starting now doesn't make sense, that's because we stopped it and then forgot what (laughs) we we had to pause. Yeah, (laughs) I know we were talking about I didn't have any help or examples. And by the way, that's how I started Weddings by Heather. I didn't have anything then either. So the fact that the people listening to this have access to you in Hair of the Dog Academy is like incredible. That's great that you have it, but don't use that is like it has to be that way or I have to watch every single video I have, I have to, know to make every model perfect right I have to have all the information what, before I start what would happen if you just made it up I'll tell you what would happen because I just did it uh nothing nothing bad would happen only good you would get clients yep. and you'd be like so you know do, you, do people ever ask you this what's the right way to price what's the all right the time. right and there there are better and there are like principles and math there is math there is math you know but um yeah i mean i always like to say that there is no right pricing the only way to know if your pricing is quote right or not wrong but could be improved yes is asking yourself am i selling what i want to be selling so if people are coming to you and they're like i want curls you're like no i do fairy hair okay then you have a pricing problem you're not selling what you want to <laughs> yes. be selling yes um and then also are you making what you want to be making profitability wise right so if you're like man i'm spending three hours doing this and i made 10 bucks okay yeah your pricing's not working for you but so long as you're like dude 100 dollars cash in my pocket that was like half an hour it's great my cost of goods sold on that was like five cents cents yeah <laughs> like we're good so yeah that's right. those are the questions to ask yeah and i i just 
I think you can go back to like, this could be fun. I could make it up. You could make mm -hmm. it up. And there's nobody knows that I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. But the, you know what people buy into is they people buy into my excitement and my passion. And I think this is why I was hired as a photographer with weddings, because it wasn't because the work was good. Right. I promise right. you. Right. The work was crap. <laughs> I didn't I didn't understand pricing. I didn't have systems in place. Yeah. I didn't have any of your fancy courses. I didn't know any of that. I just like would laugh and shrug my shoulders like, well, OK, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just yeah. I'm just going to figure it out. And, you know, I also I'm learning like objections, like paying attention to the questions that people ask me the first question everyone asks is well like can I wash my hair right can I curl my hair uh -huh. can I flat iron my hair can I color my hair can I color my uh -huh. hair how long will it stay uh, okay the okay the coloring question was coming up and I was like I have an appointment to get my highlights done and so I had Ella put a couple pieces in so that I could test it told my hairdresser what I was up uh -huh. to I said I want you to be as just like normal treat it just like you would my hair like don't act any differently yeah. I want to see how it holds up it held up beautifully with bleach and so now I can say yeah hey you can go get it done you can get it colored it won't color it didn't yeah. take any of the color so that's, you know, I'm learning all of the objections and then I'm addressing those in my <laughs> marketing and my Instagram account. I will periodically post or have a story that says something about curled mom's fairy hair today. Yeah. You know, or mom washed and dried her hair, braided it. Yeah. And right. then curled it and then did all of these different things to it. And then I show people and they're like, oh, that looks so fun. I am getting a lot of inquiries from moms with with little girls. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Which is fine. That's so fun. But I'm also putting it, my last client was 52. Yeah. So it, fairy hair can be an, I don't discriminate. Every, There's no age discrimination. Every head, listen, every head deserves to sparkle. sparkle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, there That's you right. go. That's right. That's my tagline. Also E and H fairy hair. So, but the, uh, it just came to me that day in church where she was like, nobody else does it. And what am I going to do when I want more? And I was like, well, I'll put it in. I just have to learn how. Yeah, right, right. And, <laughs> I'll take those yeah. photos. I just have to learn how. Right. And I, but I have faith. I can read. You can read. You can learn anything. Yeah. You can watch videos. You can learn. So I can figure out anything. Yeah. I really believe almost to a fault, Nicole, almost at where I believe I can learn anything. And that's probably not entirely true. But um, still, I, could you just believe in yourself and trust that you will figure it out? And could yeah. you just have fun? I love it. I love it. So, um, what is that Instagram account again? So we can all follow your fairy hair. Oh my hair gosh, journey. this is so funny. E and H fairy hair. We'll put it in the show notes and that's all spelled out. So it's the letter E A N D E and H fairy hair. Or if you follow my personal account at Heather JL, I'm so here's the thing. I have a lot of followers on my personal account. Uh -huh. So what do you think I'm doing? I'm absolutely cross promoting. Oh yeah. So I will tag my own self. <laughs> In my e &H fairy hair account, so it shows up on Heather JL. I'll then share it. Uh -huh. So, and then I get some follow. Like, I don't care if people follow me. I'm just trying to get the it's word just out. Fun. It's, You're just having fun. It's just fun, and I can experiment. And yeah, it's it's great. It's I great. love it. I love it. All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. <laughs> we expect a full report. We'll be checking in with Heather's multinational fairy hair business next year when she's taking this thing global. You never know. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Don't forget. Go out there. Have some fun in your business. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This was episode number 156. 
If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 156. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com.